0: Welcome to the Uncanny Adventures podcast. This is Call of Cthulhu, the Reign of Terror. Uh, We are back with three of our intrepid investigators slash French soldiers who are currently in a very dangerous situation, if I must say so myself. Um, They are... We flash forward five years at the end of the last session. Uh, The revolution in France has been going strong. King Louis is dead. His head separated from his body on the guillotine. Uh, Not long thereafter, Marie Antoinette also lost her head to the guillotine. Um, And so the government of France has sort of been completely turned on its head. Um, And... Some of our soldiers remained in the uh, service. They fought for the revolution, became uh, somewhat of heroes in the revolution and things like that. Others decided to step away because their beliefs told them that they did not believe in, in helping to serve this change in government. And after five years, some of them found each other back in a familiar spot. Outside the catacombs of Paris. As they reconnected with one another, talked a little bit about what had gone on for them in the intervening years, a familiar figure arrived. Somewhat. He was the doctor who had set them to investigate Count Fenelik so many years ago. Only he was a man changed. Instead of the heavy set, heavy-breathing, possibly dying older man that they remembered. He was tall, strong, walked freely, muscled. Not, nothing nothing like he used to be before. And he went down into the catacombs as these hooded figures brought bones from the carts down below. And after a few hours, our investigators became shall we say, curious as to what was going on, and followed the hooded figures into the catacombs where they found Citizen Regalt carving a mark into the skulls and heads down below. They confronted him. They attacked him, and they found that Citizen Regalt may not be entirely what he once was physically now. Why don't we reintroduce our investigators, starting with Dylan and ourselves, before we get back into what's happening down here in the catacombs.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hi, I'm Dylan, Dylan Ramsey. I'm going to be playing uh, John Dupois, who is now 54 years old. (laughs) He's really old. Um, He is a French... A uh, former french soldier i guess um kind of a drunkard he's a dog who's no longer a puppy he's a full-grown dog named bonaparte who's adorable hopefully he'll be all right um and yeah he's he's, he's shaking head. yeah he, he, he didn't take things very well after everything so we'll see how that
0: goes hmm. All right, so Scott, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, your character for the evening?
2: Hey, I'm Scott, known as Scotty Hood on Twitter and on other things such as Twitch. Uh, I am playing Christoph Pressy, and he's Mr. Handsome Man, Marksman, Soldier Guy. And he's he. Uh, I, I was going to give him an eye patch. So I thought we were it was closure, and since it's not closure, he just like. This is
3: the
0: thing that that pirate guy does in spongebob
4: where he just like the patch and just like confident uh and yeah that's that's it excellent and jamie hello <clears throat> i'm jamie i'll be playing etienne babon who used to be a devout monarchist and then had a complete 180 change of heart served with the revolutionaries in the war for a while and then decided you know, nobody really wants a one-handed man fighting for them for freedom, so he retired, and then was like, oh crap, I still need money, and started to work again. And now he got himself into this mess with these two again.
0: My, my, my. So, yes. So you all followed these hooded figures into the catacombs, and you found Regalt. leaned over one of the uh, decapitated victims of the guillotine, And you recognize the head that he was carving a mark into as Captain Malone, the captain who had worked with Regalt all those years ago to stop Fenelik. Uh, It appears at some point evidence must have been brought against the captain and he met the guillotine and is dead. So... As the altercation began between you and Citizen ragault someone, I believe it might have been DuPois, stumbled back into one of these hooded figures, accidentally tearing the hood from their head. And everyone, especially Pressy, was shocked to see the head of Melody, her father. His head was on top of this body, but the body wasn't his. The body belonged to some petite woman. And you all started to panic a little bit, I think. You attacked Regalt in this moment of uh, surprise. And then you realized that you weren't doing any damage to him. And it was at that time that a figure appeared out of the shadows. A hunched humanoid shape with yellowed eyes that some of you think you might remember seeing down in the catacombs and it said in a human voice, come with me if you want to live. Hey, thanks, Katie. Katie has given us let's see, three crits for her favorite sweet boys. Oh, alright. So, Oh. Katie, Katie wants to make sure y'all don't die. So let's <laughs> take care of you guys.
2: Oops. I point the musket at my face and I use my crit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't really. But I'm I gone. don't do that.
4: Well, there's no other way out of here. I take my hand axe and go
3: for Regalt's arm for vengeance. Right.
0: <laughs> Alright, so each of you guys is gonna get a crit here.
1: Use my crit to drink. Oh, is this going in the overlay? Yeah. Ooh. Oh,
4: fancy. Ooh. I use my crit to run.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> we oh, might God. have
3: to, yeah. Jesus, He's gaining on us. Crit,
0: crit, 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 crit. Run away, run away, run away. All right, so you guys uh, each have a uh, critical success from Katie. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, so anybody who's watching who wants to uh, try to help or hinder... Uh, and help me um our intrepid heroes here. Uh you can donate. The information to donate is uh on the lower part of the Twitch page and uh it's you know, you might save their lives or you might get them killed. Who who knows? I mean, anything's possible here, guys. So, um yes, yeah, so you guys uh, are just staring now at this figure, this doctor and he looks at you and he's just smiling. And his his shirt is ripped now where he's taken a couple of attacks. And you can see um, he has in the opening on his skin, you see that there are hundreds of tiny little skull tattoos everywhere you can see inside the opening of his shirt. And he just looks down and looks back at you and smiles and says, oh. No 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 no. So let's see. What is everybody what are you, what is each of your dexterities? Just your uh, normal number for dexterity. Fifty. Forty-five.
3: Seventy. Well, one of
1: us had to have a good thing, I guess. Okay. One voyage. <laughs> Just get now. back here. What? He like, shoots his hand
2: out. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Got, you got the thing that one big dude had in Hellboy 2, like the big chain arm hand yeah. thing?
4: Yeah. Oh, no. It's it's still the middle finger hand.
2: <laughs> he never took Hi, that Dan. off <laughs> over five years.
0: Thanks for stopping by, Dan.
2: I can see that being like a great, like you got a big stake, and you're just like, <laughs> you know.
0: Well, it still has a point
4: because it's the broken middle finger hand. True.
0: That's right. All right, so um, what is happening is uh, you had looked back up the corridor where you had come from, uh, considering running for your escape. But Regalt had pointed his hand in that direction and flicked his hand, and all of a sudden skulls started just pouring down and filling that corridor. So looking around now, you see that the only way it looks like you can go out is there's another opening across the way from where Regalt is standing. And this figure that has come out from underneath, like, the shadows is, he sort of, you see a hand motion in that direction and then uh, it's turning to run away. And Regult just draws a blade, smiling, and he says, No, no, no. This must be your tomb. Nothing can stop what is coming now, especially not you. And Pressy, as this creature beckons you and runs into the shadows, disappearing. What do you want to do?
2: With his years of combat experience, I like to think he knows when to retreat. Obviously, this is on retreat. Whether or not he trusts that ally or not, he sees that is a way to retreat and maybe get more cover. I don't know. Think about what's going on. Figure out how to get out of here. So he's going to go that way. And as if he can, while he's running that way, he's going to try to shoot as like a distraction. Maybe he'll put. All
0: right. Do you want, who are you, are you going to shoot at Regalt or do you want to shoot? Because this, uh, you also notice this figure with Melody's father's head has kind of shaken away, like in shock that the the hood is gone and it's his like, And he's turning like he's really pissed off now that his hood has been removed.
2: You know, he's never going to get a chance to do it again, so he's going to shoot.
0: All right. Roll Roll me an attack roll.
3: To even eat, oh, okay. a crit. Uh, thanks Kate, for the crit. It won't be needed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've wanted to
4: do this for 17 years. This is for not thinking I was good enough.
0: <laughs> All right. So you, um, you see it like turning on this little tiny body and the head lolling back and forth and you shoot it. And the head doesn't come completely off, but it comes loose where it was attached. So now its head's kind of flopping as it still sort of is lumbering in your direction, but you seriously like do a lot of damage to it in that moment. <clears throat> so, do you stay where you are after you shoot, or do you run up in the? Oh
2: mountain? no, no, no! I'm I'm running. I, I, I was thinking I was doing all this in one go, like you just turned around, shot, and then spinning and kept going.
0: All right, Babon, what do you want to do? Babon is going to look at Regalt mm-hmm.
4: and see certain death. Mm -hmm. He's going to look towards the figure and go, probably death, but we don't know yet. And he's going to run off in that same direction towards where the figure gestured.
0: All right, so you bolt uh, down that way too. Now, I think uh, two of you had light sources in our last session. I believe uh, Babon had one, and I think, DuPois, you had the other. So, all right, so you have your lantern as you bolt down that corridor. All right. So after you run, Dupois, you uh, had kind of like gotten up in Regalt's business. Like you jumped up there and were trying to deal with him. So you're oh, yeah. you're getting an up close and personal look at this new, improved citizen here. What do you want to do?
1: <laughs> well, I admire his gains, and then, and then I'm going to uh, I'm gonna try punching him again, and then I'm gonna run. All right. Because I am insane.
0: <laughs> you are. All right.
1: Not yet. No, that's true. No, I still have forty-three sanity left. It's true. Okay. Oh, geez. Ah, my character sheet doesn't want to go down. Okay, there we go. Hey, that's not bad. All
0: right. He he uh, doesn't even try to get out of the way of it as you hit him. Uh you just punch him, and it feels like hitting like a brick wall when you hit him with your fist. and you're just kind of looking at him in surprise. and then so that's you... what it
1: means by hard success. Yes. Yeah. So
0: so then you turn and you run after your uh comrades.
1: Yeah, and I I forget if I brought Bonaparte with me. He
0: was up above.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, okay. He yeah. was he
0: was up by the cart with the uh the the drivers. That's what I thought. Okay. So, um as you uh run, you bolt past this uh lumbering uh, almost re-decapitated head of uh, Melody's father. And uh, it sort of, like, swings in your direction with its big arms and tries to swat you as you go by. So you can attempt to roll a dodge if you want to, or you can fight back if you would want to.
1: I'm gonna try and push it over.
0: Okay, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can attempt to push it as it tries to hit you. Alright, so you get success. Yeah, so it it... Swings at you and tries to just punch you in the side of the face, and you just get both hands on it and shove it over as you go by. And it lands in a pile of skulls as you all are running away. And, uh.
1: Does so his head come the rest of the way off?
0: Roll me a luck roll.
1: <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Uh, let's see. Luck, luck, luck. Have we ever actually rolled luck?
3: I don't think we
0: have. I don't know. If I, I've actually- I have.
1: Oh. All well, right, so
0: nope, the head is still attached, shit. but he is on the ground uh, as you run after your comrades. Uh, roll me a second luck roll to see with that push if you lose your lantern
3: oh, or if you no. keep your lantern. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, so your lantern goes clattering off into a corner as you run away, following the receding light from Babon's lantern at this point. All mm. right, so you hear at this deep... <laughs> <laughs> and like a whistle <whistles> and just thump, 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 footsteps following after you all. Um, Up ahead of you, as the rest of you are running, you can see duck- ducking in and out of the shadows is the small figure just running on all fours. Every once in a while, it seems like it slows to see if you're still coming. And then it Gets up to like one corner and it makes a left down a corridor. So, Pressy, you are following behind this creature. You look back and you can see the—you could just make out in the where the lantern has fallen, the figure getting up off the ground and starting to lumber again after Dubois. And he's
3: still in range.
0: Uh, he would be, but you uh, it takes four rounds to load your gun if you've shot it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I figured, which is why he's going to switch over to his flintlock pistol and shoot.
0: Nice. All right.
3: Okay, that, that makes up for All right.
0: All right. So, yeah, you spin around with your flintlock and shoot it back down the corridor. Roll me a luck roll. All right, I need both Babon and Dupois to roll dodge rolls as oh, a no. flintlock bullet is flying down the hallway at you.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh god, I saw it coming.
3: Oh, <laughs> all, right. all right.
0: So
2: I, I was going to say Chris was going to miss you guys, but I guess he doesn't.
0: All right. So uh, seeing as it looks like Dupois, you had the, the worst fail. Um, mm. so you, you get, uh, you don't take the full bullet, but it grazes you. So you're going to take, uh, two hit points of damage as mm. you Ow. just get grazed by this bullet meant for this lumbering creature that's behind you. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, Pressy, you fire and you see it graze DuPois and then you keep running after this creature. Babon, what do you do as you sort of dodge against the wall to avoid the shot?
4: Do I see the creature coming behind us still?
0: Yeah, you look back and it's just lumbering after you guys.
4: Well, DuPont's
0: short. I'll try and shoot it too.
4: <laughs> DuPont's like here. Bubbles like all the way up
3: here. Got <laughs> the height advantage. Uh...
0: Okay, yeah. So you fire back down the hallway at this thing. DuPont, you... uh. Physically like uh, as this bullet goes over your head and it shoots and it hits Comte Benoit. It hits him right between the eyes. Ooh. Um but he his head lolls back, but now it's sort of like hanging and he's still coming, but his head is like flipped over so it's upside down and just attached by a little bit, but it's still lumbering up the hallway after you guys. Freaking and,
4: <laughs> and then after he shoots he keeps running to follow the Dang.
0: Okay, uh, DuPois, what do you want to do? Well, as I continue
1: running, I'm going to shout, Stop shooting at me! <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to run as fast as I can, really.
0: Okay, so because you don't stop to uh, to shoot or attack this time, uh, hmm. you actually get past Bevan down the corridor. Like, he, he's, he stops and shoots, and you duck and then run past him. So now you're between him and Pressy as you mm-hmm. run um nice. so this creature bebon what is your movement speed
3: um it should be up with your stats the move rate is mm-hmm. 7
0: okay so it's coming after you but it's not uh it's slower than you are so you think if you keep moving you're going to be able to kind of out distance this guy as he's run running along um up ahead pressy you uh round the corner where the creature went and you hear it hiss and you just catch a glimpse of it in the shadows because it's dark here bebon hasn't caught up with his light you're kind of running blind at this point and you see it there's like a fork in the pathway ahead it looks like it's gonna go to the right and then it hisses and banks to the left and disappears around the corner make me a listen check
3: That definitely
0: makes up for that one. Yeah, um so you uh see the creature go down the other way, but now looking back, you think the right hand tunnel is knowing your sense of direction, the right hand tunnel actually would lead back to the stairs. The left hand tunnel wouldn't. What do you want to do?
3: Can I can I like stop
2: there and walk? I, I doubt I can see anything.
0: You can try spot hidden with one uh, disadvantage die.
2: Okay, that's that's the um, not green die.
0: Yes. Oh, All right. So, yeah, even with one disadvantage. Uh, so, you kind of stop and squint into the shadows ahead, and you see a figure casually strolling up that corridor in your direction. It's big. It's broad-shouldered. And then you hear...
2: I go, I go like, and just immediately go to the left.
0: All right. So, Babon, you round the corner to see Pressy uh, full stop for a moment, and then he bolts to the left. You can also either make, now you have your lantern, you can make a straight spot hidden if you want to. Okay. okay. All right, yeah, your your lantern illuminates uh, a little ways up that other corridor. You see uh, the figure of Citizen Ragalt strolling towards you with his sword out, just swinging it casually, and he sees you, and he just points the sword at you and smiles. And he says, no, 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 no one but me is leaving here tonight, my friend.
4: Um, Babylon's going to see that and then just go... They run after where Pressy went.
0: Nice.
4: <laughs> just full three stooges running.
0: <laughs> thank you, Katie. So, Katie's trying to save your lives.
3: <laughs> so,
0: let's see. Katie gives you guys another three nat 20s and three advantages.
2: Katie, you're too nice.
4: I just texted her in all caps saying thank you for saving us. <laughs>
1: For that, I promise no more puns.
0: Oh, but the puns. At least are-
1: for the next hour.
0: Yeah, at least for this game, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll,
2: I'll just I'll just get the one that I was thinking of this whole time just out of the way. Um, it looks like
3: uh, we left without our heads rolling. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm done for like at least an hour. Fair enough. So.
0: Alright, so Babon, you run down that corridor DuPois, you round the corner in time to see uh, with the disappearing lantern light, you can see this big figure strolling in shadow toward you
3: I have to interject
4: for one moment because Katie just texted me because of that pun to tell that to change those all to disadvantages and Scott ruined it
1: (laughs) (laughs) Damn it (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going towards the sword, so I'm gonna go follow my friends.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right. So. So what is going to happen next is uh, you have outdistanced um, this lumbering figure that you can still hear it in the background, sort of moaning and grumbling. Um, you still hear though, the thump, 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 walking footsteps of the count or the citizen Regalt. And then, uh, up ahead, Pressy, you, uh, need to make me a spot hidden check as you are looking around to see where your, uh, savior has vanished to. Ooh, an extreme. So you watch as uh, this figure, it runs forward. Uh, and it looks like it's running right toward a wall, like a solid wall. And then it sort of hits the wall and you see it kind of disappear through what looks like maybe soft earth as it goes. And it vanishes from sight as it does so. What do you want to do?
3: Um, he's probably going to run up to the wall and
2: take the bayonet that's already on his musket and like poke it first to test the water, so to speak. He's going to do this like as quick as he can. because He's probably going to still go through it regardless or try to.
0: Okay. So you run forward and you shove your musket forward and it goes through and it kind of with ease, it kind of goes and the dirt kind of collapses over it a little bit, but it seems like there's a loosened tunnel or something beyond this.
3: Okay. Uh
2: he looks back. Uh his allies like behind him. Can he visibly see them?
0: Um, you can see Babon's lantern light and you can just see him starting to round the corner where you're going.
2: I I wait until he can see me and I uh gesture like He'll come over here, and then I go
0: through. All right, Babon, roll me just a spot hidden with Uh, You can roll with an advantage because Pressy is getting your attention. Like, this way, this way. All right, so you see uh, Pressy, who is motioning for you to follow him this way. And then Pressy uh, looks like he disappears through a solid wall.
4: Uh, Babon will run up to the wall and then, similar to what Pressy did, wait until he can see DuPois coming around the corner and doing the same gesturing before running through.
0: Alright, so, uh, DuPois, you also round the corner and Babon is standing with his lantern. So you immediately see him when you round the corner. Hmm. And then Babon goes through a solid wall.
3: Alright.
1: Uh... I'll turn around
0: mm-hmm. for a
1: moment and just see what I can hear or see or anything like that.
0: All right. You turn around and a figure walks around the corner behind you. Mm-hmm. And you see a uh, citizen of looking at you, aiming a flintlock now. <gasps> <in your direction. gasps> and he is going to point the flintlock at you and smile, just a broad smile. And he says Viva La France as he is going to pull the trigger. What do you want to do as he is shooting this gun at you?
1: Can I try and like swat it out of his hand or something?
0: Um he's you would have to run back.
1: Is he too far away? Yeah.
0: Um or you could you can roll uh dodge if you want to try to jump after Babon before he shoots you. I will do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, instead of running back to this guy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, so he uh, shoots at you. Uh, he, yeah, ouch. Youch,
1: yeah. Yep.
0: He, you guys, um, Babon, you hear a muffled, as you are going through the wall, you hear a muffled gunshot. And uh, so, Dupois, you are going to take. Now, Dylan, I'll remind you have two nat 20s.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, yeah. Oof.
1: <laughs> is that all okay
0: yes uh so how many hit points did you have
1: i had five
0: <laughs> okay you wait are you are you dead
1: i'm at zero yes oh my god at, so you're negative zero, negative, actually two.
0: all right so uh you're jumping through the wall as you do um you i need pressy and babon to both make dexterity rolls for me as you guys have gone through the wall
3: Oh my goodness.
0: Alright, so let's see. Alright, so... Pressy, you go through the wall first, and you realize that you get covered in dirt and grime, and you figure you might even be covered in the uh, parts of human remains as you do this. you realize almost immediately that the tunnel you plunge into is on a sharp downward slope. Uh, but you manage to keep your footing as you go through. Babon, you go through. Uh, you do not realize it's sloped until you are tumbling down. Make me a, um, just Make me a luck roll first.
2: Oh god! Is this like
4: cartoons where the stairs turn into a slide?
0: I'm just going. Maybe
2: this is a cartoon thing where like I make this like I slide at the very end and I make it and then you yeah boom right on me.
3: Ooh!
0: All right, so you somehow manage in your fall to keep your lantern in hand as you're tumbling downward, um, and then let's see. It's
4: hooked around my fake hand, so it's yeah, just kind yeah, of swinging. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Pressy, roll me a luck roll as uh, you, or actually roll me a dodge, as you realize Babon is <laughs> flying towards you at uh, a little speed.
2: Bigelow gives me strength. No, Bigelow, oh. why?
0: All right, so... It's only one away from us. I'll
2: use the, the, the luck. <laughs> I'll use the
0: luck. Okay, so you get out of the way as Babon uh, slams to the ground, and Babon, you take one point of damage. Not bad. And um you turn around to see uh a form just tumbling haphazardly down the, the chute towards you. What do you want to do as you realize that uh it looks like DuPois is in free fall?
3: Who is this?
0: This is both of you, Pressy and Babon. You can see this you hear him too. This just the, 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 the.
4: Is there something we can like try to
3: Catch him, or if
0: you want to try to catch him, you can roll me a dex check.
3: I I will try and catch him. That definitely an option.
1: Yeah, you have better dex, way better dex All right. than me.
0: Dylan, roll me a constitution roll.
1: Uh, sure. Right. Hope I don't have to do medicine.
0: All right. Uh, so you catch uh. An unconscious, bleeding DuPois. It seems that he... uh, It looks like he's been shot. But it looks like maybe uh, he was saved by jumping through the wall. But he is unconscious, lying in a heap in Pressy's arms at this moment. Ah,
3: cake. I like to think cake's like
2: a swear
0: word. You you see in the shadows, just at the edge of your lantern light... Uh uh this hand beckon you to follow. Come quickly, come quickly.
3: Sorry, I even Uh
0: yeah,
2: obviously I'm gonna have him in my arms and try to hurry as fast as I can. And little part. It. Hey, <laughs> hey it's you can, cure him. you can cure the claws. Okay.
3: Sorry, right. go ahead.
0: Um, do you want you uh, you see like DuPois in bad shape do you want to do anything before you try to drag him along
2: um, I, I'm assuming we're still in pursuit I don't think I can while moving no. alright
0: so you just I mean you'd have to stop for a couple of like you'd have to stop and try to like bandage him up real quick and then drag him out
2: uh. Would I be able to stop way if, you know, someone's still pursuing us through the wall? Hypothetically. Do I, do I think I could? Probably the better question.
0: Mm, roll an intelligence check.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Nope, nope, I can't do it. I better keep yep, moving. You
0: think you better pick him up and run for it. So uh, why don't you give me a strength roll to, to see if you can pick up the uh, solid figure of DuPois
1: and oh carry him out of here? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. All right,
0: yeah, so you uh, just firemen carry him. You get him up on your shoulders, and you sort of drag, like, start moving through this Carry dark him, like, the
4: bodyguard style, so we can have I, Wendy Houston singing guess we run. He's,
2: he's, he's a war hero, so I think he would... Have, he's not the first unconscious shot person he's carried.
0: All right, so you are... Like when, <laughs> you are carrying the unconscious form of DuPois. Babon, you have your lantern with you as you are running through these uh whatever this underground tunnel is. Um you see up ahead the figure doesn't wait. He sort of scurries forward to get away from whatever's chasing you. Um,
4: um quick question. Yes. Would I have to stop to do a listen to see if we're being followed?
0: No, you could do a listen check as you're moving.
4: Okay. I want to do a I'm going to fail because I'm half deaf, but (laughs) see what happens. Oh, look at that.
0: Um, So you listen behind you and you do hear like the clattering of like debris, like maybe something's coming down that chute behind you.
4: Okay. Well, I'm still running, but I was just trying to see if it, if Regalt was following us.
0: All right. So, uh, you all make a run for it. DuPois, uh, you're not sure now his, his limp form on your back. You're not sure if he's going to make it or not. Uh, you follow the shadowy creature as somehow Babon has kept this lantern that he brought with him. Um, it illuminates these underground tunnels that you're going through. Uh, you can see that these are, looks like they're dug almost from like limestone quarries and forgotten tunnels. And as you move at one point, uh, you come to an area where it looks like the the ground sort of plunges away and you see in front of you water and you can hear the th- 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 it sounds like this creature has dove in to this f- water filled tunnel and is moving across this tunnel. What do you guys want to do? Can we tell how deep the water is? Like we would have to swim? You uh, can't really tell like with your lantern, the water is all dark and murky and dirty. So you're not really sure how deep it might be without plunging in.
2: Pressy is listed as someone who acts first before he thinks, so he's just going to jump in. And while he's holding him, he's probably going to try to keep him above him. You know, okay. so maybe I cushion could... <laughs> if it's not as deep as I think.
0: All right, so you uh, you leap into the water and uh, you go up. Uh, it's it's like. Up to your chin, Pressy, where you're at. And you kind of are like floating DuPois as you're kind of sloshing your way through this water. And now you're just soaked to the bone, covered in dirt. You're covered in blood from DuPois bleeding everywhere. And uh, you're just following after this creature. So, Babon, you see uh, Pressy going up to his neck. But you're taller than him, so you yeah. think that you'll be all right.
4: Um, Babon's going to take put his lantern into his good hand and hold it high above his head so he can wade through without letting the light go out or get damaged.
0: All right. Yeah. So you hold it up and you have just enough space. Like once you get in there, as you're moving, like the tunnel gets lower and lower to where you just have headroom and you're kind of keeping the lantern just above the water level as you go. So this goes on for a while. You guys go deeper and deeper underground. You come out of this, you kind of pull yourselves out at the far end. You're all soaked and gross and dirty. You've got the waterlogged, like, unconscious form of Dupois that you're dragging with you and um you continue for quite a long time it seems like hours as you move through the darkness in fact at some point you notice that your lantern may be running out of oil as you look down and and it's sputtering a little bit so you eventually come out of these like thin cramped tunnels and you come into these bigger like sort of open spaces underground the first thing you see as you're passing through here is it seems like this almost like a medieval long buried roman villa is sort of set back here in this big open cavern that you come into and you can see moving across the open space between the tunnel you exit and the the front of this villa is the the creature running on all fours toward one of the doors Looking around, there's other tunnels off of this space, and the creature kind of runs through the open door on the far side as you are standing there. What do you want to
2: do? Um, I, I think Pressy stops for a bit and like goes to look back and listen to see if we're still being pursued.
0: All right, give me uh, both a listen and a spot hidden roll.
3: Can hear or see the ninja.
0: Alright, you look back into the darkness, and you can't see anything moving back there. Listening, um, you strain your ears, and you can hear, like, cave sounds behind you and cavern sounds and dripping water. But you don't hear whistling, and you don't hear footfalls behind you.
4: Okay does it look like the creature is slowing down at all is it still like full speed
0: um he looks running? like he looks like his pace slowed somewhat though he's not waiting for you to follow him he he has run into the building and
4: oh so he ran into a building
0: yeah he ran through the front doors of this like old roman villa that's kind of okay. been buried under here for who, god knows how long uh
2: pressy goes to get a breath but also you know Got, got an unconscious body here. He's gonna try to use whatever he's got to stabilize. I guess I don't know.
0: Uh, first aid check or medicine check? Uh first aid. Okay.
2: Still not gonna be good. <laughs> I'll spend it.
0: Okay. So you uh, check on Dupois. You see, um, you can see where you, he he was grazed by the bullet on the arm, but you also see where he. Took a bullet like right in the upper shoulder area. Um, and you think if he hadn't been diving through the d- debris and garbage and like down into that tunnel, this would have been a, a mortal wound. But as it is, uh, you managed to patch him up as best you can. And uh, Dupois, make me another constitution check, sure. All right. Uh, you wake up. You're looking up at Pressy. You have uh, one hit point. <laughs> um, and You can just see the sputtering lantern held aloft by Babon, who's standing nearby. And you're in this big cavern. You can't see the ceiling because it's just too far overhead. But you can just see at the edge of the lantern light, This it looks like a building set in this darkened cavern.
2: He you, probably wake up to uh, Pressy being like, come on, big guy, come on. And he's like slapping your face.
0: Don't, don't
1: touch me. What? What? What the fuck? What? Oh, thank Christ, you're alive. Sort of gets up and like turns around, like, oh God, we're still in chase. And like, just.
4: <laughs> oh, ease yourself. You think we lost him?
1: Where are we? <laughs>
3: I am out wet,
2: um, we went through the sewers and uh ended up here. all that creature it kept moving forward, but I don't know
3: how it's able to move so fast, needs to catch a breath, and with you being shot, I didn't know if you were if you were gonna make it or not, so sort of
1: looked down. Oh my gunshot wounds
0: yeah you you look down and you are just like and all of a sudden you realize like you kind of take it in like it's it's actually hard for you like when you breathe in and out like you there's nothing but pain in your chest yeah you, you realize that you were maybe within inches of not being here anymore
1: not not bad for a 50 odd year old man <laughs> He's, You're lucky this isn't the first time I patched up a bullet wound.
4: And you don't want me trying to patch up anything. <laughs> stab, stab, <laughs> he stab. He's sticking his finger in. <laughs> yeah. I'll get the bullet out. It's fine.
0: <laughs> I don't know what happened. He was alive when I started, but I got the bullet.
4: <laughs> oh, Bab, I was going to look that at to you. I suggest we get indoors for now. Catch our breaths in a safe location. Oh,
2: I, I, I was thinking we went into that building.
4: Oh, I didn't know if we went in yet. Or no, not. you guys
0: were actually kind of like on yeah. the on the ground outside the door where you did the first aid.
2: Oh, okay. Then
1: yeah,
4: let's... yeah. Then let's yeah. go inside.
1: I'll sort of like I imagine Presti helps me up and like I sort of support myself on okay. you. Okay.
0: So you no, will... no. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> I was I was gonna joke. I'm like, no. He just walks away and scoffs at
0: you
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fellow.
0: All right. So you just a bullet wound. It's just a flesh Walk
4: off, wound, bro. It's just a flesh wound. It's fine. <laughs> I lost a hand, bro. You don't see me complaining.
2: I know. I know a guy that got shot like thirty times, and he's still alive. <laughs> the <It's a> RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What, whatever it is for Fifty Cent or whatever, no,
0: I don't remember.
1: Mm. Okay. Oh. Whatever. Anyway. All I'm right. Go in the building.
0: So yep yeah, you you go through the doorway where the. Uh, this creature went inside and you kind of walk into a foyer. You kind of turn to your left and you uh step into the dining room of this building and waiting just inside on all fours, looking up at you is this creature, but you are all stopped because looking past him into the dining room of this old dil- dilapidated villa, you see a dozen more ghouls all lounging on the mosaic tiles of the floor. They're eating Various pieces of human cadavers, um, all but one. Um, you can see one of them is clutching the upper torso of what appears to be an old man. You see it in the in the light of uh, Babylon's lantern, and she is snarling and weeping at any of the others as they sort of try to like lean in and try to take a take a bite of it. Um, they all appear fairly plump, like they've been very well fed of late. And I need you all to make me sanity rolls.
3: Let's see how we're doing.
0: So. I
2: see. Oh, I've seen guys get shot all the time.
0: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's someone who gets shot, and then there's people eating people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Alright, so uh Babon and Dupois, you both just lose one point of sanity apiece, uh as you're startled and disgusted by this. Pressy. Yeah. Oh, Pressy, you uh you also only lose one point of sanity from the sight of this. Um you nothing see like
1: the, nothing <laughs> like the jungles with ma'am.
0: No, there's <laughs> nothing like it. Um so you see as they, they sort of look you all over as you come through the door and sort of stop and take in the scene um, they just sort of watch you and the one that you followed kind of moves past them through a doorway on the other side of the room looking over its shoulder back at you you get the impression it wants you to follow it
2: um probably actually takes a step back or two without even thinking about it
1: I I don't know the rest of you do (laughs) I'll probably put my hand, like, on my knife that I have. I'll just sort of put it there, ready to pull it out, if anything weird happens. I mean, anything weirder than what's already happened?
4: (laughs) I think Babon will do the same, kind of, like, let his... Because now he put the lantern back on the fake arm, or fake hand. He's going to just, like, have his hand hovering near his axe, and then he'll follow. Okay. Kind of pick his way... Pass all of them.
2: He, seeing you guys fall, uh, Presley will fall probably just so he's not in that room seeing
1: that. <laughs> Alone, without any light, yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. <laughs> you, you follow this other uh, creature through the door. Uh, in the next room, on the far side of the wall, you can see that there's an opening, and it looks like there's a freshly dug tunnel that sort of leads upward at an angle, and this creature sort of runs up that slope and goes up to wherever this tunnel leads.
3: Uh, Doesn't this thing ever need to stop? Are you leading us out? I yell in there.
0: It doesn't respond to you.
3: How do we know that this isn't just another trap? I don't even know what this thing is. Well, obviously, they eat people as
2: I point I have a hand gesture to the other room. Maybe we just traded
3: a wolf for another wolf. Huh.
4: Well, it looked like everything they're eating was already dead. Maybe they don't want fresh.
1: I'm not fresh. been old since the day I was born. That, that doesn't make sense to Paul.
4: Let, leave him alone he he had a hard day
1: i, I have one hit point <laughs> i cannot make sense if i want to
2: good thing i have my mic muted i just had a coughing last. All right. <laughs> uh, okay so we should go
4: <laughs> yes i oh. guess i mean either yeah. that thing's gonna kill us or the
2: doctor's gonna kill us Hmm. Uh, okay, well, uh, before, we, before we do that, is it possible that I'll have enough time to reload both guns?
0: Um, you can take some time if you want to reload your guns.
2: And we'll do it quickly because he probably thinks we still should hurry.
0: Okay. He
2: does reload both the pistol and the, the rifle.
0: Alright, so, so you, you wait a couple seconds while you see Pressy quickly reload and check. Um, roll me a luck roll. Oh, good. Uh, Your powder for your gun, you actually had kept it very well uh, sealed because you did submerge yourself in uh, water at some point. But luckily, Um, uh, you are a well-trained soldier who knows how to maintain your equipment, sir.
4: I'll try to reload his flintlock, too. Ooh, check. And apparently I can load a pistol at speed. I don't know if that makes any difference.
0: That means you don't take any penalty for your wooden hand with loading it. Just roll me a luck roll to see if your powder is still good. Oh, my luck ain't
3: very
0: good. Nope. So your uh, your powder looks like it it got wet when you uh, went into the water. Yeah.
2: Ugh. He's just gonna kind of not not too surprised as I go to hand in my uh, the, the, whatever that thing's called the powder horn powder horn yeah.
4: All right, he's gonna take it and.
0: All right. up. So you take some time, uh just quickly load your load your guns and uh the creature doesn't reappear as you're doing this. And the ones in the ones in the other room you can hear them like growling and chewing, but none of them follow you into this area. They seem to be leaving you alone.
1: That's good. Hear...
4: I
0: vote we leave while they're still leaving us alone. Agreed. Alright, so you make your way into this freshly dug tunnel. And it does slowly make its way upward and upward, and then you emerge. Uh, it's it's still like like dust, like a uh, dark out. Though you can kind of see hints of the sun is maybe going to be rising soon. So you guys have realized you've been underground for a couple of hours now for sure. Um, you can see this creature has sort of squatted down on a dirt mound. Um, just outside the tunnel a couple feet away from it and he's just sort of sitting on top of this mound of dirt and just smiling as you come up and out into view uh there's still some like there's still moon left up above and it kind of lights the scene so you finally get a really good clear look at this guy uh, and you can see his long wolfish snout his yellowed eyes um his like arms are kind of cockeyed and like longer fingers with like claws uh so why don't you guys all roll me another sanity check
3: i figured
2: next character making is going to be blind
3: <laughs> oh
0: oh pressy
2: or you know i might go blind from sanity. You know?
0: all right so um babon you are still the the you know solid you know stalwart like this isn't gonna bother you
4: i saw my hand get blown off this is
3: nothing <laughs>
0: Yep. Uh so let's see. Dupois, you take two points of sanity. And Pressy, you take four. As uh you see this thing for the first time. And it's just looking at you. Uh it's kinda grinning. And he's kind of cocks his head almost like he's waiting to see what you do. And then he says, um He holds up um like an arm that's got a bone sticking out at like the end where the, the elbow should be. And he says, uh, hungry in French. All right. We, and
4: then I swing the head of the doctor around to go, who is your (laughs) god now?
0: All right. We, we should be back. We, uh, I had technical difficulties. Comcast internet failed me yet again uh but now we are back with a uh, hard game all right so uh i believe when we fr- when i froze and everybody disappeared um so the the s- small uh ghoul ghoul creature basically uh it's sitting on a mound of dirt you see it illuminated in the moonlight and it is looking back at you all and it held up a, a an arm severed arm and it says uh something about a meal what do you guys think?
2: I, I, I'm not sure if you caught it, but uh, Pressy said if he had anything left in his stomach, it's gone now.
0: Okay, so, so he, I threw up. <laughs> so Pressy is vomiting.
4: Um, Fair. is like, I had a very big dinner before I came to work today.
0: Looks at, <laughs> at
1: Dupois. Dupois probably just passes out again. <laughs> to
0: be honest, uh, the creature shrugs at this and says oh, you don't want any. Then you don't mind if I do. And then he cracks <laughs> he cracks the, the bone and you see it pop open and he starts sucking out the marrow from the bone and is eating it.
2: Prezi was like bending down like looking away and he like looks like he's just getting back to like, okay. And then he sees that and starts throwing up again.
0: <laughs> so, he, it. so he chews on the arm just watching you all. As you, uh, DuPois now lying unconscious on the ground. Pressy is vomiting. Bevon. <laughs>
2: Let's get the fuck
0: out of here. <laughs> I drag him.
3: <laughs> I drag him.
0: You're leaving? Then?
3: I would say good day to you, but I don't know if you are a sir. But where w- what? Where will you go? He actually stops dragging. Like, maybe he's like,
2: he was about to say something like, away from you or something, but he doesn't, doesn't actually say that. And he's like,
3: oh shit. Blah, blah, blah. Does he drop him?
4: DuPont just wakes up and then he gets dropped back down and passed out. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: the health inspector.
4: <laughs> Babon's, gonna, Babon's gonna look at him and go, why, why did you help us?
0: These are the end times. We are all living in this asylum now. One must do what they can.
3: Oh, that's perfectly clear. It makes logical sense.
0: Mmm. It does.
3: Pressing sits on a random tombstone. Makes as much sense as anything else around here.
4: What do you mean, end of times?
0: The monster, he feeds that which dwells outside. And it is almost the end now. Almost the end.
3: Um, but we are outside.
0: The what?
3: What, did what you is he feeding? The.
0: Those that dwell outside. But.
2: But. Uh, we're outside. Babo's gonna, like, put his hand on his ass
4: and look around.
0: He says, uh,. The monster, with each thwack, thwack, thwack of his blade, he brings us ever closer to the end. He has used dark magic to ensnare each soul as it passes through. Thwack, thwack, and feed and feed. And I think he is almost done I think the time draws near for him to finish what he does. The vortex spins and the blade falls. Thwack. Thwack.
2: Well, that's just perfect. You know, you just saved us just in time for us to see this end of times with the whacking and all that. Great.
0: I don't expect you to believe it, but I scarcely believe it myself. It is true, though. I've seen the proof in my dreams, in the dream city of Iguodoc.
4: Is that in north or south of France? Good answer. (laughs) Good question.
0: He looks at you, cocking his head, he chews on the bone a little more and he goes, there's a blind onyx carver who rises each day, and he chisels the names in a language he does not speak. But I know this language, it is French. The names are our daily toll. Each night he dreams of us, and each day he continues his list. In his little moments of rest, he listens for the sound of the ending. So he can lay down his tools and die.
4: Bevel's going to look at the other two. Anybody know what it's talking about?
2: All I know
3: is we're fucked. I don't care about this end-of-the-world stuff.
1: Our heads are going to be on the guillotine. DuPont regains consciousness and immediately takes a big drink.
0: (sighs) Have you not seen the way the heads react the moment after they die? As though they see something unknowable and unseen?
4: Well, I haven't been around many of the
3: guillotine killings.
0: When ten thousand souls have been sent to the throne, the choir of skulls will sing, and the Eye of Azathoth will open. Paris will be engulfed.
3: And what number are we on?
0: We are almost done. We have seen thousands and thousands. My brothers are gorging themselves on the dead. He chews on the fingers.
4: Can it be stopped or reversed?
0: I do not know. This is what happens when you take prophecies from uneducated onyx carvers in dreams. I'm sorry, my friends. But I do know that I have seen the monster consult a black tome with brass bindings deep in the catacombs from time to time. It may contain a ritual that you can use to stop this. Perhaps if you break the ritual, the magic will break, and you can kill the unkillable monster.
1: You're saying we have to go
0: back down there? I don't think he leaves the book in the tombs. I think he carries it with him from time to time.
2: Great. Did he have it with him when we went down there to
0: look? You did not see the book with him tonight. Uh, And uh, the the creature says, uh, My best guess for when this will end, I have seen when I travel the streets at night, flyers for a festival coming soon. The festival of the supreme being. It should be held in a matter of days. I think that the monster wants to time his rise for that of the festival. That
3: sounds about right.
0: By the way, my friends, I am Gulam.
1: Nice to meet you, Gulam. Uh,
0: The pleasure is mine.
1: Gulam, the ghoul.
0: He, he looks at Pressy and he says you are a fair shot my friend and he uh, shows you where there's like a, a scar in his upper chest
2: you hear like the Metal Gear Solid 5 like Phantom Cigar music as he just goes to flashback and remembers he's like the dog <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: butterfly <boy>. oh. <laughs>
2: And he just comes to a sudden realization that actually he wasn't seeing things that maybe it wasn't a dog after all.
0: Uh, yeah, Dupuis. In that moment, you do remember Bonaparte was left behind at the uh, entrance. Yeah, I know. I remember.
1: (laughs) What Bonaparte? I'm gonna look around. Like, where exactly are we? All
0: right. So, looking around, um, you can roll me, um, just roll me a spot hidden to try to take in the details in the moonlight of where you are.
1: Got it. <laughs> Never mind. You, you, oh, can, got
0: it. you can spend luck!
1: Um, hold on. Can I even get that much?
0: You also have some crits and some advantages from your that'd friend be, Katie.
1: That'd be all my luck if I spent it, so.
4: Oh, use <laughs> the advantage from Katie.
2: Uh, I, I'll look around. One okay.
0: Oh, God. Oh, you really don't know where you are, Pressy. You're still I like... shaken by everything.
4: I'll, I'll join in this game, cool. just to see what happens. Ah,
3: ah. Hey. So, I'm,
4: Bob... <laughs> well, I'm also the only one who didn't pass out or throw up from the goal just going... <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
0: so, uh, looking around, uh, you realize that Babon... Um, you see the back of what you believe is um a local the monastery uh the Carthusian monastery, and you quickly surmise that that means that you are in the Luxembourg Garden. So the Luxembourg Garden, uh, it's not s- terribly far from the entrance to the catacombs. Um, the entrance is beyond the wall, but you're you're. You know, not too far from it. You figure that underground you probably looped around a lot of times to get to where you came out. So yeah, so you're sitting uh kind of in a back corner of the garden on the back wall of this monastery.
3: Can we see the hole where we came out of?
0: Yeah, you guys are like standing right at the like edge okay.
3: of it. Hmm.
0: So Gulam is just sort of looking at you all.
3: Percy he, probably actually goes to sit on the ground and probably is looking down, just trying to like relaxing the situation.
2: Like he wasn't believing that end time DS before, but after mm-hmm. coming to that realization that the ghoul was the dog from before somehow that made it just like click in his head.
0: Uh through chewing on uh the pinky finger that he has removed from the, the hand uh, Gwalarm says. The monster added a secret sigil to many of the guillotine blades throughout the city. Its swirling vortex spins as the blade falls. Every dying soul that the blade kills is propelled for an instant. They are sent through the cosmos to the throne of Azathoth. For just that moment, they join in the chorus that echoes, and the melody of the star sings. And then they are sent back, and the power goes to the monster.
3: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we it's have fine. to destroy the team. I know what this chorus is out of
2: character.
0: Each, oh, great. <laughs> each skull that resides beneath the catacombs, each one marked with the sigil, they all contain the madness that returned. Each one gives the monster power.
3: If, if we could somehow, as Pressy reaches his head, destroy these skulls, would it do anything?
0: He says, Uh, there are so many, so many, if you could crush the bones, but with the enchantment, it is strong. Perhaps the dust will remember. Can you destroy dust?
1: No. DuPois sort of like scratches his his face and uh, reminds Pressy, I did push over all those skulls before and didn't even seem to slow him down.
3: So. Sounds like this book is the best bet. Hmm. Oh, we're one to now, right? Or we will be very soon. You did say that He arranged for old sergeant. of all people. They can, he can accuse him for being guilty and going to the guillotine. He can do it all.
0: Says the monster will stop at nothing to attain his power. He (sighs) is a beast in men's clothing.
3: Can I rule a cult? Jesus, I I don't even know what to do, man. On this, on this book that he was mentioning. Before.
0: Sure. God.
3: Okay,
2: that's that's about right.
0: Yeah. So you um you saw it like you, you when he explains this book, you all think back to underneath the the house in Poissy and you remember this book being with all those scrolls and other papers, um. So you know which. Like, you immediately know, like, this must be the same book from five years ago. Um, But you never got a chance to look at this book and see what it actually entailed. Everything was collected and was sent off to Regalt to build a case against Fenelik.
1: Yeah.
4: I wonder if Regalt knew about the book and its contents before.
1: Doesn't matter. He has it now.
0: Yes, Paris Fuck. unless something is done, Paris is doomed.
1: <sighs> Deposit is gonna like slowly and very painfully get up on his legs again and just sort of wipe himself off and just well, boys, I guess we have to stop the end of the world. What else is no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But how? At
2: least stop. At least stop. Uh, the fall of Paris. It's not like this is a a war of the world or something.
0: Yes, but once Paris falls, how long before the rest of the world goes with it? I Fair. mean, what if even if you tried to run from Paris, the king tried to run from Paris? Where is he? I personally choose to die here instead if that is my fate
3: you know i gotta i gotta be honest with you i find
2: you disgusting and horrible but goddamn, do i respect that
3: statement i would mm. do the same
0: he nods at you mm. yes and then he chews into like the fatty part of the arm mm.
2: You you see Pressy like smirk and it's not the smirk of smile, it's the smirk of like preventing himself from growing up again. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So he just is chewing and watching you. He's he now he's got it almost like a chicken leg.
1: Mm. <laughs> Yummy.
2: Yummy. they other white meat, humid. Trying to trying to like get the focus off of that. <laughs> Pressy looks at the press the crew. and says How how would we even get this book? Where where do we even start?
0: Uh, You see uh, the creature. He smiles and he says, "I know where the monster lives." Yes, yes, I know where he lives. I know where he dwells. Yes, I know. I can show you.
1: Maybe not right the second. I'm like three quarters of the way dead right now. A little more than that, friend.
0: Yeah, a little more. He says, uh, <laughs> I have seen the monster. He studies in the wee hours before midnight at a window and a second floor of a house north of the sign. The sign? The sign, yes. The river sign.
3: Oh. Yeah.
4: I thought you meant like S-I-T-N sign. No. <laughs> no. I was like, that sounds like the sign.
0: S E I N E, the sign. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: yeah. It, that would make sense to say. Is, to... is
2: it shaped like a star with like a weird tear trunk squiggle yeah. in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm being serious. Okay.
3: <laughs> That's a weird river.
2: Wow. He said, well, no, there, there's a certain sign I was thinking of. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, Gwalarm says if you need time, you can find me here. You want tomorrow the next day. I will come here after dark and wait to see if you come.
3: Bye. Sounds like a plan.
1: Well, with that, DuPois is just gonna like avert his eyes from this weird ghoul and start making his way over where he left Bonaparte and hope dog's alright.
0: Alright. So, uh, you, as you all are turning to go, you see, uh, him sort of finish with the arm. He tosses it back down the hole and then he goes after it down into the hole himself and disappears. I can fetch it (laughs) himself. Go get it, boy. Okay. (laughs) So where, so you guys are going to head back toward, um, the entrance to the catacomb in the hopes of finding Bonaparte. That my car
4: too. A bad idea, because we he the doctor thinks we got out of the catacombs. Maybe looking.
1: Yeah. Do well, not <laughs> <that's> stupid. <laughs>
2: he wants yeah. his puppy. What you want his dog to? Would, would Presy know of anywhere where like refugees would go or whatever? Hmm.
0: Hmm, um, roll me a, um, just roll me an intelligence check.
2: Mm, oh, there it is. There's my brain. All right.
3: <laughs> okay. Hey!
0: All right, so, Pressy, you, you had remained in the, the military. You had, uh, continued to fight. So, um, you know, at this point, what's been happening, and the people who are dying on the guillotine are uh sort of the it's it's the aristocrats and it's also people who didn't fight uh you this is why you know like Regult has kind of become like a um a hero of the revolution in a way he's got the ear of Robosphere who is basically leading this whole guillotining and killing of people and kind of bringing this new structure to the government um and it's because you remember Regult stood with the people at the um in Versailles, he marched with them onto the tennis court. He spe- he gave a speech, and over the last couple of years, he has not only um, denounced his titles and his and the you know like his money. He has also given evidence and uh, helped to find other aristocrats who tried to either go to ground or who tried to get out of Paris. Um, so, you do know that they actively continue to search for these people. Um, so you are familiar with some locations in Paris where they've been known to hide that you think that you could, you know, ones that have been already cleared out so that you could maybe go and kind of go to ground if you needed to.
3: Yeah. I, the, the main reason
2: I was, I was thinking the refugee camps or whatever is was like, where would the last place you would go to look for us? Mm, true. Because he's looking for aristocrats and stuff. And we would be in the soldier's barracks, so he'd probably just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just taking a visit. Traitors, kill them. I don't know. So
0: You he, also... He's, he's you, more, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, he's more just trying to find a place that they can at least, like, have a day's rest.
0: Well, you also know that as aristocrats have been um, taken to the guillotine, the uh, the mob, the the, the regular people... They actually will go and pick over their houses and take anything of value. And then a lot of the properties are kind of left unless somebody takes them and moves into them. So you know you could also maybe go to any one of those abandoned homes and kind of lay low there.
2: That'll probably be the plan after going then.
0: Okay. Uh, Just roll me a luck roll.
2: Woohoo!
0: luck! We love this. (laughs) All right, cool. Um, so yeah, so DuPois, roll me a luck roll as well.
1: Can I use my Nat 20?
0: Oh hey yeah. Well no, it's a luck roll. No,
1: it's a luck roll. Ah,
0: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
1: Yeah, there's no hope there.
0: Oh wow, you are way out of luck.
1: <laughs> yeah. A I love bit.
0: it. Alright, so you guys, um, you're making your way back through the streets, heading back to the uh entrance of the catacombs. Are you trying to stay sort of nondescript and out of sight, or are you just going full speed ahead to get there?
2: Out of sight, please. I would imagine
3: out of sight.
0: Yeah. Um. um so you guys can roll me, uh a, like, to be stealthy. You can roll me a, a okay. stealth check, yeah? I'm
3: going to Oh! Can I nat 20 that?
0: Yes, I will let you nat 20 that.
3: Okay, I'm going to nat 20 that. Because that was a terrible step. Tumble yourself into a very muffled blanket and just hide in there.
0: Alright, so you (laughs) do use one of your nat 20s. Alright, so let's see here. Alright, so you all uh, very carefully make your way back through the streets of Paris. Head back to um, the wall. you kind of exit, sort of nondescript. Kind of pull your hoods up over your heads. Um, you actually, uh, luckily for your trek underground, you kind of look like the poor at this point. It your your cloaks are all dirtied and they're they're they've dried somewhat from being in the water, but you're kind of given a wide berth by a lot of people, um, and you eventually come back to the area of. The opening of the catacombs you kind of come up along the the street looking up the road toward the entrance um why don't y'all roll me some spot hidden checks oh
1: oh
3: Oh, no (laughs) my hood just completely falls over my head
0: (laughs) um so yeah your your hood is getting in your way babon and um As you try to move it out of the way, your hand kind of gets, your wooden hand kind of gets stuck Uh, and you're struggling uh, a little bit. uh, 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 DuPois, (laughs) you are so focused on looking for Bonaparte that the only one who notices uh, this coming up the street is Pressy. You uh, notice a tall form riding a horse heading up the street in this direction. It looks like a certain citizen is leaving the catacombs and heading away at this hour. He's riding in this direction. Let's see if he notices anybody.
3: Oh god. <laughs> the
2: guy's probably here because we're close enough. He needs to feel like
0: shit. <laughs> Alright, let's see.
4: He was sitting there waiting on his horse until he saw us so he could be dramatic about it. Be like, wait, wait. Oh, the there they time. are.
0: <laughs> yep, the whole time. So he's going to ride past. Let's see if he notices you guys. I mean, maybe, maybe not.
2: At this point, you might as well be Shogorak, so it'd be totally something to do.
0: So you, Pressy, you notice him coming, and uh, you say shit, and you kind of quickly maneuver to put yourself, like, out of sight with your comrades, and the horse goes past you, and the figure doesn't seem to notice that you're anyone in particular importance. And it rides toward the gate and back into Paris, as you all are left standing there kind of off to one side. What do you do?
2: That can continue moving towards Bonaparte, but probably a little faster now.
0: All right. So you move up the road toward this area. You you notice um the carts that were carrying the bodies from the the, the graveyard, they're all gone. Dupois, you look around and someone has left with your cart. Fuckers. It is not there. I uh, take
1: my goddamn cart.
0: <laughs> so looking around, do you want to make me a spot hidden?
1: Can I use my Nat 20 on that?
0: Uh, oh sure. <laughs> so you can find his body. Yeah,
3: exactly.
2: You know exactly where every piece of his body's at.
0: It's true. All right, oh, so you life. you look around, and you see a um, you see a white uh shape sort of off to one side uh, kind of laying down behind us, like a little stone wall off to one side.
1: okay yeah i'll go check it out why not
0: you walk over and as you get closer uh you see uh the head comes up and there's a little bark as bonaparte runs over to you and nuzzles his head into your hands
1: oh my baby boy he's still alive jesus christ i was scared <laughs> oh god I think we're all a little scared. (laughs) I was ready to cry. (laughs) Oh, God, okay.
0: He he does not seem any worse for wear.
1: Give him a kiss.
0: He will lick your face as you do.
1: I'm all fucking dirty. You might want (laughs) want to lick that. (laughs) (laughs) he's a dog, you're fine. Yeah. Oh, dog. I just let him. Whatever.
0: (laughs) This is love right here, bud. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... Oh, gosh. What do you guys want Our... to do? I
2: I, I believe I'll... Uh, we should maybe head to one of the abandoned estates. Maybe we can hold up there, at least for a little while. Recover until mm.
4: we come back.
2: I doubt we want to go back to the barracks.
4: <coughs> no. <laughs> He's probably on his way there right now.
0: Um... Why don't you all roll me idea rolls?
1: That's just an uh, int check, right?
0: Yes, that's an uh, intelligence and int
1: check. Yeah. Oh, holy shit.
0: Oh,
2: I got nothing. I can't beat that. Damn. Huh.
0: Alright, so um, as you're getting ready to head away, um, Qua and Pressy, you both uh, pause for a second and you think to yourselves Rogult knows who you are. He might also know about where your like your personal lives, like where you live, and those close to you.
1: Joke's on you. I don't got anybody close to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, really? I know, I know I what you're playing.
3: Say it to her. My boy. Oh, no.
0: What do you want to do? I don't,
3: don't even know where Melody's at anymore.
0: Uh, hmm. You have not seen her probably uh, in quite a while because she and her father had uh, gone to ground when uh, everything went to hell in Paris for them and for the aristocrats. Um, you did hear a rumor a couple months ago about how they. Tr- it- somebody you know uh, saw them trying to get out of Paris, um, but they ended up uh, backtracking back into the city because the guards at the gate uh, were taking people in who were trying to sneak away. They actually caught somebody who had hidden... Um, inside a casket on a cart, they actually found uh, an aristocrat who had hidden to try to get out of the city as a, he basically tried to pretend he was a dead body leaving the city. So you know that they didn't get out of Paris that day. And now you have seen that her father at some point was captured, but you haven't heard anything more about her in a couple months.
3: Well, that's going to take time. And
2: right now, even though he wants to, he's got priority because someone's at 1 HP. He wants to at least get him somewhere where he can rest, and maybe
3: he'll go off after that. He's not going to just leave you guys on the street be like, well, I gotta go, bye. <laughs> All right. Hello, my lady. Hello, my honey. <laughs> off screen. With his
2: 35
4: sanity. <laughs> he actually turns to the frog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is French. Oh, no, I don't want to turn
3: into a law.
0: All right. <laughs> nice. So uh, you make your way back through the gates. Uh, you head back into Paris. Pressy, you lead the way, um, trying to find a location. You... Eventually, you kind of get toward the center of Paris, and um, you find a house that you have known. It's been used as a hiding place before. Um, it looks like the the doors are kind of boarded up, but you know that you can get in like through a back window of this building. Yeah.
3: It's like the Count's place.
0: Let's go. So you guys make your way around. Pressy mm-hmm. loosens the, the board on the back window that he knows, and he kind of pulls it loose, and you guys climb inside. Uh, do you want to make me listen checks?
1: Sure. 50 ghouls. (laughs) We actually just
4: broke into Regald's house. These ones are actually starving. Oh! Succeeded. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We all all did it. Oh, Jesus, no. Oh, no, she was rolling something, too.
0: Mm. Um, so, Pressy, as you guys all get inside, and you kind of, uh, like, We're set- gonna have to
4: fight a hobo. You
0: settle DuPois down. Uh Pressy, you hear the creak of a floorboard from up the hallway.
3: Um, I, I motion to like
2: for the rest of them to stay, and I'm gonna try to quietly go to peek at the situation. Because if it's oh, just another right. person trying to another another hobo like us trying to walk her yeah. down here, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother. Him.
0: All right, so you move down the hallway?
2: Quietly, if possible.
0: Do you want to make me a stealth roll?
3: Yes.
4: Babon's going to pull out his axe and just stay at the ready in case he hears something going on.
0: Okay. All right, so you move quietly up the hallway, um, and as you do, you hear like a, you heard the foreboard creak and creak, and then you hear it stop. And you hear—it sounds like somebody uh, cocks a gun. And you hear a voice say, "Don't move."
3: Pressy, Pressy won't move. Who's going to do? Who
2: are Uh, you? All right, we're just trying to find a place to bunker. The name's—the name's Christophe. Pressy. Do I know you you uh we don't don't need to waste gunpowder
0: you hear uh footsteps and uh moving into the little bit of light that comes in through like the boarded windows you see a um a man he's a bit shorter than you he's broad in shoulder he's got a rough scruff uh and a mustache he's got some wrinkles he's um you look at him and you realize uh, the years haven't been that kind to him, but you recognize Sergeant Renault, your previous commander that served under Captain Malone, That, and he looks at you and he says, are you here to take me to the guillotine, Pressy?
2: No. Well, I'm glad to see a familiar face.
0: Aren't you one of the heroes of the French Revolution now?
3: Yeah, but I might not be for much longer. I
0: don't. Have you let, I'm, I, I've been in hiding my, I left so that my wife and my daughters would be safe. They, I heard that they were looking for me because I did not stand with the people, but, but stayed with the king and tried to protect the Bastille and fight for the monarchy.
2: Would would I know what have happened to his uh, family?
0: Um, if they weren't involved, they were probably left alone because they weren't aristocrats. They were just because being a soldier, he's just another normal citizen. So if he was uh, guilty, they would probably look for him, but leave his wife and kids alone.
3: Well. I can respect that. I'm, we,
2: as I look back, but you probably can't see them yet, are in the- now in the same boat.
0: He lowers his gun, he puts it away, and he says, I'm actually impressed to see you still alive, Pressy. Honestly, I thought that you would be the first to die. No offense, son.
2: I have to see your head still on your shoulders since I put my hand on his shoulder.
0: He nods, he says, for now. I don't know how long it will be. I know the secret police must be searching for me now.
2: Oh, Ah, uh, DuPois is very injured. Do you have anywhere we can eat rest in this?
0: Oh, let us uh, take a look at DuPois then, and he will follow you up the hallway. So, uh, DuPois and Babon, you see emerging from this hallway... Uh, Pressy and, uh, your Sergeant Ronald. Probably a little awkward.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh! Sergeant! No! Oh. Ah. You. You look. You look terrible, my friends. Terrible. What? Do we? You you smell like a wet dog. Oh! Hey, Bonaparte! Oh, come here, puppy. <laughs> come here. Knee he pets Bonaparte. Oh. I see the, the the puppy has grown that you collected that night.
1: <laughs> Just a bit.
0: What what brings you to hide here? I thought you all had gone on your way and had uh become heroes that you would be safe from all this madness that's happening.
3: So did we. Well, and then goes to the
2: explanation montage where we explain everything that happened tonight.
0: 80s montage. All right, so you explain to the captain the whole list of things that happened. Let me roll a sanity check for your captain.
3: <laughs>
4: he immediately goes insane. Oh shit! Just How about. Long, does he?
0: Yeah, that's that's a that's a fumble on his uh his roll there. Um.
2: <laughs> well, it was nice knowing you guys. I think he's gonna shoot us. Great. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's awesome. So yeah,
3: he's
2: gonna go try and fight the goals by the 80s montage from hell. <laughs> yes, let's see. It's 80s montage, but it's played backwards and then G- put in the G major with inverted colors. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: And then the song is oh, just shit. like half.
3: A-
4: oh my god, oh, no, no. <laughs> did he just go insane? Um,
0: well, let's see what happens here. <laughs>
4: As the music plays, it's like half a
2: step too low, but like you can just tell. Have you guys heard um, the G Major version of Let It Go? Because that's what I'm imagining. Yes.
4: <laughs> I, I'm actually imagining um, YMCA, but in my inner key, because that's
2: haunting. So is Wrecking Ball. I think Wrecking Ball is the creepiest one. I've
0: heard.
2: All
4: right. right. Is he about to die?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll find out. Let's see.
4: We just sent him completely insane.
0: Um.
2: To do, to do I, I knew a spell and I
0: didn't even know it all right so um oh, you yeah. you tell him this and uh like he you see like he 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 doesn't seem to take it well like you notice um he's sort of like is sweating a little bit and then uh without saying anything as you're still talking he takes a small like Part like notepad and a pencil and he sort of starts writing on this notepad and he doesn't seem to be listening to you anymore for a little bit as he's writing and writing and it takes a little bit it's it's maybe 10 minutes you finish talking and like he's just writing in this little notepad and then he kind of shakes his head and puts it down and walks to the window and just has his head in his hands and he's shaking his head And the little pad and pencil are kind of lying on the floor where he was sort of standing there writing.
4: I'm going to look at it. Oh, uh,
0: okay. Um, So you look in and he has like written like maybe 10 pages of like poetry. Just random poetry that he is just as if he was completely like went somewhere else in his head in the moments leading up to this
4: you have quite a way with words sergeant he,
0: he stops and shakes his head and he looks back and he says what oh uh what
4: bevel's just holding up the pad the poems you just wrote
0: didn't write any poems. Takes it from you. Puts it in his pocket.
3: Sounds about right.
0: <sighs> so, what's uh? Oh. <laughs> what shall we do then? What's what's what is your plan, my friends? What is your plan?
4: Sleep.
2: Let Dupois heal it then. I don't, I don't. You'd know, but do you know where Melody is? Uh,
0: he looks at you. Uh, he actually like sort of shakes his head. Um, not in like a no, just like like that, like oh, pressy, like kind of look. And then he uh he kind of thinks on it. Like, has he seen her? Let's see if he's seen her. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, shh, uh. Her father tried to spirit them out of the city. They were unable to get out and came back. Um, They were separated maybe a month ago. Her father went to try to secure another means of escaping. I have heard that he did not make it. The last I saw of Melody, she was moving with a group from place to place. She has... I believe has now taken on the disguise of a washerwoman so that she will not be found out as an aristo.
3: I know that we may not agree on political terms, but I fight for the people, and I believe you as
0: one of the people as well. Yes. I do. And... I don't know. But we must first we must take care of Dupois. And he looks at Babon and he says, Babon, whatever happened to your, your son? Did he finish his studies as a doctor? Could he not maybe help Dupois? I
2: look over, yeah. Uh, yeah, how about that?
0: Yeah I could send
4: for him. I don't know where Dup- I don't know where Babon's technically living when he retired. So, I don't know, like, how far um, César is.
0: So, you know, César is, um, since he's now uh, trained as a doctor, even though with the revolution, anyone is allowed to practice medicine in Paris. There's no, like, people with the title doctor anymore, hence Citizen regalt. Um, okay. So, César is just Citizen César. But you know that he has decided to go with uh, the French army. He's planning to go and fight the Spanish. Um so he's supposed to be leaving any time, and so he's been in Paris, staying at a villa with you for getting prepared to leave and go fight and go serve as a doctor for the army.
3: Uh, I
4: suppose I could go fetch him from the villa, bring him back here, see if he can help.
0: Yes, he trains. He trained at Montpellier. Yes.
4: Yes, yes, he did.
0: Perhaps he can. He can help our friend Dupois here before he expires.
3: Dupois, Dupois. Oh, no, he's just he's drunk. He's
4: drunk. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I guess Bebel will leave then and go to the vill- villa, try and see if he can get
2: okay. his son.
3: We're going to uh, do the smartest thing you can do,
2: and we're going to
0: split the party, and I'm going to go try to find Mel. Oh, I yeah. And Dupois, are you going to stay and mend? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Dupois yeah, can't yeah.
4: walk, period. <laughs>
0: All right, so uh Babon, you and Pressy sneak back out of the uh the building that you're hiding in uh you part ways as you are heading to one part of the city, and Pressy is going to head further into the center of Paris to try to find melody. He thinks if you think if she's hiding with as a washerwoman, she'll be more amongst the poorer citizens, trying to stay low key. So, Babon and Pressy, are you both trying to be stealthy in your movements this evening or this morning? It is now, actually. Uh, you guys, it's probably about 10 a.m. now. So it is uh, kind of a busier busier day in Paris. And you both still look quite a mess.
4: I guess I'll try to be as nondescript as possible, but doing my stealth, that's not going to work.
0: Um, before you head back out into the streets... Why don't you both make me some luck rolls?
3: Oh, no.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey.
0: Oh, hey. All right. So, Pressy, you are unfortunately don't find anything that you could really change into. Uh, the, the clothes here, just nothing fits. Um, but, Babon, you managed to find a, a set of clean trousers and a clean shirt and are able to change out of your disgusting, dirty Human remains wearing uh, outfit.
4: Eighties trying on clothes montage. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so both of you, as you slip away into the city streets, why don't you roll me stealth checks? <laughs>
3: no. We
2: knew Pressy was so stealthy.
0: All right, so Pressy slips away. In fact, Bobon, you look around, and he is just gone into the crowd. You, on the other hand, you, you do stand out more so than uh, than not, simply because, um, you know, you're a taller, heftier guy. You've got the distinguished mark of your wooden hand. Um, but you make your way back through the city uh, toward the villa where you're staying with Cesar. You get to the house, and um, when you make your way up and inside, you do find Cesar. He hasn't left yet and he is uh but he is packing for his he plans to leave in the next couple of days and he sees you and he goes ah papa uh, why do you look such a mess it
4: it's quite a long story and i don't think you would ever believe me if i told you
0: are you all right
4: i'm fine but my friend is not i was wondering if you could come see if you can patch him up a little bit
0: um yes i of course, I will help anyone that you want. Uh, someone came by this morning looking for you. Who? Um. Um. A man. Uh. He was wearing a dark cloak. I'd never seen him before. He inquired if uh you had come back from working the catacombs last night. I told him I hadn't seen you yet.
4: Can you describe him a little more? If you got a good look.
0: Um. Yes. So he was uh. Maybe, uh, about six feet tall, um, he had, uh, just nondescript darker clothing on, he had, uh, short hair, I don't know, I have never seen him before.
4: That probably description doesn't trigger anything?
0: Uh, make me an intelligence check. So, you know that there is a group that works for uh, Robosphere and uh, they're the secret police. Oh, shit. And you know (laughs) that. KGB
4: is after me.
0: Yeah. um, So, you know that uh, they are the ones that tend to go and collect. And bring uh, different uh, arrested people to uh, trial. And then they usually end up at the guillotine. Okay. So it appears that they may uh, be looking for you.
3: Fun. Uh,
4: Babon's going to look at César and say, You haven't seen me since last night.
0: He just looks at you and he's like, Oh, all right. You remember that, if anybody asks. Are you in trouble? Possibly. Maybe I should not leave you, then.
4: No, no. You'll be safer out going to war. (laughs) As soon as he says that, (laughs) he thinks about it. You're a doctor. You don't fight on the front lines. You'll be fine.
0: All right, then. Uh he grabs his cloak and he says well let's take care of your friend first then papa
4: yes come come
0: and you can make uh, stealth checks as you slip back out and try to make your way
3: Healthy selfie stealthy. can I
4: use can I do an advantage on that even though I already rolled
0: sure I'll let you roll with advantage you can just roll it again if you get it better
4: Just do another green roll? Sure. Okay. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Do you want to spend any luck? I only have
4: 22 luck. I can't. That would bring me down to one luck. That sounds like a lot of luck to me. That's a ton of luck. I would be basically screwed the rest of the game.
0: (laughs) All right. So you uh, slip out into the streets, heading back to check on DuPois, with Cesar at your side. This this can only go well. Oh, yeah. Um, So, Pressy, meanwhile, you head deeper into the streets of Paris. You're searching for... I forgot her name for a second. (laughs) Melody.
2: Okay, I I gotta ask this. Is there a certain song? Do we have a song?
0: Um... I don't know if you have a song. Do you, do
2: you think it would be fair to say we have a song?
0: I mean, perhaps. Perhaps you have some kind of a hymn or something because you used to sneak into church to see her and and maybe there's a a hymn from the from the church that they used to sing that was kind of your song.
2: Pressy is going to sing that song. Maybe not super loud, but it's it's almost gonna be like you know, like a walking stroll whistle. Okay. And he's probably going to be, while he's looking for her, seeing if there's any wash ladies that seem to react
3: to it in a specific manner, you know?
0: Okay. Roll, the hell me, search. roll me a luck roll.
3: Can I Can I spend on luck? I don't you, think I you, can.
0: You can. Uh, I think... Yeah, I think you can the only thing you can't spend luck on is sanity.
2: Cressy would
3: spend
0: would spend a luck
2: on this. Okay. So I'll spend a lot on it. Wait, wait, wait. Have I used my No, it's locked never mind. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you um you make your way through the cramped streets, um, and you see once again, like you can see that even now, uh, there are a lot of people that are and starving because the bread and and food and everything like that the prices are so extraordinarily high Um, as you're walking along and singing you do get side eyes from various people um, but eventually you hear from a window of a nearby building you hear the song very quietly being sung back in a female's voice
2: I like to think this is almost like a musical where you, like, trade parts <laughs> as I proceed further.
0: Yep. So you can see um, a figure sort of pass in the shadows of the of the window up above, and something drops from the window.
2: <gasps> no, she's dead.
0: <laughs> roll, roll me a dexterity.
2: Oh, no, she's oh dead. Oh, God
4: jumped out the window uh,
0: you you snatch from the air a uh, small silk handkerchief that has the uh, initials MB embroidered in it I look up you can see a uh, woman with uh, her hair pulled back her face is like kind of like dirty in places she's wearing a very poor looking outfit and uh, but you recognize under that, you recognize Melody's face.
3: Is this like the second store is like a washhouse or something?
0: Yes, I go in the
3: washhouse. I need some clothes to these
0: cleaned. All right, so you make your way inside the washhouse, and you, uh, as you walk in, this big burly woman kind of wa- walks over and says, "You, you're not supposed to be here. The women work here."
3: Apologies, I just, I, I need some clothes washed, as you can see. You're
0: a filthy mess! Do you want to, uh... Tr- she looks like she's going to hustle you out the door. What do you want to do?
2: I, I I would let her hustle me out. I'm not gonna... Punch a bunch of women just to get in there.
0: Well, you could try... A, well, you, punch a bunch of people. You You have some options. You could just let her shove you back outside into the street, or... I mean, uh, you could try to persuade her, fast talk, uh, to convince her that you should be a you have some options. Um,
2: okay, Uh, he he would try to, he's not very good at it, but he'll try to fast talk. Be like, oh, I'm, I'm dear to meet, uh, he, he, he's pretty sure she'd be going under an alias so he wouldn't say her name.
3: Um, you to see a friend because she was working here. No. Ooh.
0: Um. she uh she sort of looks at you and she says oh well uh you don't have any poor intentions for my girls do you
3: <laughs> no
0: who are you looking for
3: uh, a certain lady
2: upstairs, and I go to describe how she currently looks right now.
0: Um, as you go to describe it, you look past the woman's shoulder, and you can see Melody has made her way to the lower level of the stairs.
2: I, I clearly like show the sign, almost like the hey, the hey, lady, look behind you. As I look over, and I'm like, I smile and nod at her.
0: She looks around and she says, "Genevieve, is this your friend?" And Melody nods. She says, I have not seen him. I thought that he was dead. He has been fighting for for France. He He is a hero. And she makes her way across and stands very politely next to the woman. She says, may I have leave to speak to my friend? And the woman looks back and forth between the two of you. And then says, you can have a 15 minute break. So Melody will lead you outside the side door into like a side alley. And then she looks around and she throws her arms around you and she says, Christophe! Oh, Christophe! Oh, where have you been?
2: Oh, Melody, I didn't think I would be able to see your lovely eyes ever again. You know, they have like the big romantic, uh, Mm you know, and get back together. And after after the mood is set and everything's good. Uh Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Woohoo <laughs> 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 or whatever he says after that. The um he asks her she's all right.
0: She says huh, I mean I have been in hiding now for so long. Uh my father he left he left over a month ago to, to try to secure transport out of Paris but then he never came back and I, I know that he did not make it. And and I've been scared that they will find me and that they will take me and that they will cut my head off like they did Marie Antoinette's and I'm terrified that they will discover what I am. Wow. Yeah. It's
3: alright, it's alright. Like if he's like, trying to hush her you know, like just We're we're in a back alley, but I mean, who knows who could be with us. Um, I could possibly be allowed to-
0: Are we running for it? Oh, Pressy, we can be together.
3: I would- I would love to to do that. Have no idea how much I would love to do that.
0: Then let's go. You- you could- you and I could just leave now. We could just abandon the city and go and leave the country. Perhaps England.
3: He's like, I, I think Presti's choking up because he's probably really, really one. But he knows it's just putting, it's not even putting a band-aid on a bruise. It's pretending the bruise is there. So, yeah. I can get you as far as I can outside the city. But there's trouble brewing in the city. Trouble so devastating that no matter how far we run, it'll catch up. And not just us, but everybody here.
0: Kristoff, I don't want to leave the city without you.
3: And I don't want to leave without you either. I
0: can I can stay and hide here until you do what you must do. And then we can go together.
3: You wouldn't be safe. You know that.
0: Is anywhere safe, though? I am frightened every day and every night. It's only a matter of time, I think, before they find me anyway.
3: Then... We will wait and be together.
0: Please be safe. I, I do not want to hear that you are gone like my father. I know he was hard on you, but I think that he would have come to, to accept you. I think that he would have come to accept us.
3: I think I would have... Uh, I think I would have given him a shot.
0: She throws her arms around you again and gives you a kiss. And she says, please, don't be gone long.
3: We need to leave just yeah. Um, If possible, I don't want to get into, I
2: don't want us getting into detail, but maybe you can have like one last
3: night with her or something. Or a day, like a date or something. I don't know.
0: So, uh, well, she's supposed to go back in 15 minutes. Oh um, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. New quickie. That's more than enough time.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Pressy. That's pretty short.
0: Um, if you suggest, she says, oh, perhaps you can convince Madame Thibault to let me uh take a take the afternoon off, and then uh we could say that it's because we have not seen each other in so long."
2: Yeah. Pressy 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 agrees with this, and uh he goes off
0: um so I will have you make me a luck roll um but you can roll with an advantage die because she she will come with you to help you try to convince Madame Thibault that she uh that you need some time to spend together as you have just found each other after so long.
2: Watch me fumble this. Wow. I spend it.
0: Okay. So yep. Uh
2: <laughs> that that's four, right? I mean to spend four? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, so you uh it's very it takes you quite a while to convince her. Madame Thibault argues back and forth with you. Uh, but eventually you and Melody convince her that uh you are long lost childhood friends who are more like brother and sister that you were raised together and she thought that you died fighting for France and you actually kind of uh, you hit on Madame Thibault's, uh that she is completely behind the the citizens rising up. And you actually uh, she mutters as you're, as she says, okay, something about she marched in the women's March that forced the King back to Paris all those years ago. And um, so she's definitely a revolutionary at heart. So you draw on the heartstrings of her. It takes a lot of convincing, but eventually you and Melody are given pass to spend the afternoon together in the city. Meanwhile, Babon and Cesar, you make your way through the city streets back to this uh, abandoned home. And through the back window where the sergeant and Dupois are still uh, waiting. And uh, César takes one look at Dupois and says, Oh, what the hell? Papa, what have you been into? Work. Monsieur Dupois, is that you? We... You look horrible. I mean... That's
4: just how he normally looks. Nah, that's fair. It's
0: it's as good to see you, but you do. You, you look terrible, sir.
1: I took a few bullets. Yes, yeah. you
0: did. Let me let me look at your wounds, my friend. Mm. And he is going to attempt to see if he can do anything about this for you.
1: And I hope so.
4: He better. I spent all that money sending him to college.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs>
0: You're that nagging parent. So he he uh, has advantage because he is trained. Okay, good. Oh God! Oh um, my God! That's it's it's okay. He, he he's very well trained in medicine. He is actually a doctor. He's not just one of these citizen doctors who can do medicine no matter what. So hmm. um, he's he's not very gentle. Let's put it like he doesn't have like the bedside manner. He just.
1: Do you have more drink?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he looks around and hands you your flask as he does this. And then, uh... let's see. He says, you should probably, uh, rest... Oh, you get one hit point back.
4: Excellent! Um, I'm sorry my son is useless.
0: Um, he says you... Why did you send him to college? You, you need to convalesce, Monsieur Dupois. You are... You have taken a very serious injury and... You're lucky to even be alive, my friend.
3: Bah! I have work to do. turn i the rest.
0: Uh, I, I do hope that you are careful then, because
3: <laughs> Yeah, really.
0: <laughs> you're in very real danger, sir. Papa, can I do anything else for your friends?
4: I, I have a little boo-boo on my elbow,
0: <laughs> but I fell. <laughs> Oh, let me look at your booboo, Papa. Watch him roll, he amazing. <laughs> <Bumble>. <laughs> He's gonna hurt me. Oh, fuck you! that's
2: love. That's, that's fatherly love.
0: Oh, that that bruise—it's actually cancer. I just cured you. <laughs> so, so Babon, if you lost any hit points, you get two back. <laughs> I did. I lost one hit point. <laughs> so, with tender loving care, Cesar patches up his Papa.
1: <laughs> he gives him a little kiss eels. Yep.
0: And then he uh, sees Bonaparte, and he's like, oh, the the puppy! Oh, you've grown so much! Oh, Bonaparte! Come here! Oh, I think mm. I have something for you here, and he gives him, like, a piece of, like, meat from his, like, he's carrying with him. Take care you, go, puppy. So. We have, we, I think that we're in a good spot. I think that we <laughs> <laughs> uh You guys, so, Babon and DuPois, you are holed up in this house with uh, the sergeant and secret police is
4: probably going to show up.
0: Probably, um, yes. Babon, Babon can tell Dupois that it appears that someone has already been looking for him this morning. Uh. Um, so it seems that perhaps Ragault has wasted no time in making sure that there are not loose ends. Um, both of you, before we end this, why don't you both yeah. make me idea rolls?
3: Sure, let's go for it.
0: So, um, Dupois, somewhere in the back of your head as you're thinking about this, um, you're, you thought earlier about concern for, like, not, you don't have anyone besides Bonaparte, but you, you mm-hmm. do, like, your friends, your comrades in arms, they have loved ones that could be in danger. Uh, at this moment, you think of Beaumains and Huguel That they're they're somewhere out there. And you know that when Regalt recognized you all, it seemed like it sort of jogged his memory of maybe needing to sweep up and get rid of each of you. And you think perhaps your other friends may not be too safe, depending on where they ended up.
1: Right.
0: So, uh, and meanwhile... Uh, you you as you're spending your day in this house and uh, waiting, Pressy is uh Pressy, you're wandering the city, spending the day. Wandering. Is that what
1: the kids are calling it now? Yeah. Wandering the city. They're
4: going to the concert of the late great Marvell and Gay.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing a literal just parody ripoff of Leading the Tramp, and we're just in the back alley, and like just knows the one place where they got spaghetti, yeah, like that little <laughs> crate. And-
0: no. Pressy knows all the good backdoor uh pasta shops and things yeah. like <laughs> that. Yep. Um but so as the day proceeds, uh the rest those of you hold up in this in the safe house, Pressy does not return for quite a long time and you're not sure what may have happened to him.
1: Uh, he's dead. <laughs> you're a big idiot. Uh.
0: So I think we will call it there for tonight. As you all have escaped the catacombs, but who knows what dangers lie ahead for you.
1: Great. Especially, uh-huh.
0: especially DuPois, who only yeah. who only skirted death by literally like a hit point because he was in big trouble. So actually you, you uh I did my math wrong before. You would have three because when you went down the hole huh. you would have had one left. Um, because the dirt and the debris uh slowed the bullet enough these old, the old flintlock, slowed it just enough to not uh, kill you. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, and uh, so you have three hit points, and we will pick this up next time.
1: Hmm. Da,
0: da, 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 da. Who knows what will happen? Can they stop the end <laughs> of the world?
1: Probably yeah. not. But turns past.
0: Thank you for joining us for Uncanny Adventures podcast. Come back next time to continue our adventures.